Greetings, constant listeners. Rockin' Randall here, and what you're about to hear is an excerpt from our latest Patreon exclusive, a casual conversation about the Crimson King, who we just met in our read of Insomnia. This isn't an exhaustive dig into the character, but it is filled with Dark Tower spoilers, so be prepared. If you'd like to hear it and you aren't currently a Patreon subscriber, why not head over to patreon.com slash thebarons, T-H-E-B-A-R-R-E-N-S to see what we're offering, which includes four exclusive episodes every month. Long days and pleasant nights. And so today we're going to do a little episode kind of breaking down the history, the lore, and also sort of the overall impact of the Crimson King and whether or not we like the Crimson King. So don't expect like a thorough or thoroughly uh, researched uh, piece on the Crimson King. We haven't had a chance to revisit Black House and the later Dark Tower books, so we're going to do that obviously in future episodes. This is sort of like a, as King fans who have read everything, this is sort of a um, dig into where are we with the Crimson King post-insomnia? What do we remember and what are our thoughts on the character? You know, if you're a Patreon subscriber to this podcast, you're probably a big King head, so you probably have read all the Dark Tower books and stuff, but if not, do know that this is going to be a spoiler-heavy episode. We're going to be talking about the Crimson King's arc throughout the Dark Tower series, as well as King's Dominion in general, so this is a very insider baseball kind of episode. And uh, my name's Rockin' Randall Colburn, and joining me are two of the pods, uh, I'd say foremost preeminent tower heads. Uh, who's joining me from here in Chicago? This is Dan Towerhead Flieger. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything good. That's okay. You were on the Insomnia episode with me last week, so we heard a little bit about your thoughts on the Crimson King, but I'm excited to hear more from you on that. And uh, who else do we have with us? We have in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Dan E. <laughs> Love it. Uh, And yeah, I guess before we begin, I'd love to hear a little bit about whether or not this was your first encounter, or or like what was your first encounter with the Crimson King when you were reading uh, Stephen King? Was it in Insomnia where the character is introduced, or did you read Insomnia after you read the Dark Tower series? Uh, Caffrey, let's start with you. I want to say I read Insomnia, not after the entire Dark Tower series, but... um... I think I read Insomnia um, like way after the Crimson King had been established in that book. So I want to say the first time I I encountered the name of the Crimson King, I guess I'm trying to think chronologically. I guess I would have read Black House and and that would have been the first place. But I feel like I remember it. What's the first Tower book they they actually mention him by name? And it's I guess it's um, Wizard of Glass, right? Uh, no, I actually think it's the, if I'm not, if I'm not being crazy, I think it's the final book is when they, oh wait, no, 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 no. I take it back. Cause I know it's, um, that, uh, the Crimson King is in Song of Susanna. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't think the character is mentioned in Wizard and Glass at all. Yeah. He's actually I, mentioned in the Gunslinger. It's alluded to by Sylvia Pittston. Oh, is that in uh, the is that in the re- revised version? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. It's a basic, and that's the one that I read. But basically, they, they allude that Walter Flag might be the Crimson King, but it's kind of it's just to, to mislead you, right? Right. Like some woman says she was impregnated by him, and that her son is like it's the king's son. Yeah, I think that's what's so tough about the Crimson King, and, and just um, remembering my journey with him, and even just talking about him in general, is that there's a lot of revision being done by King throughout history, you know? And I think because early on, 
um, there were all these sort of different Crimson King-esque villains, and then he eventually separated. There, there have been times where he's combined them and separated them and everything else. And even some of the Crimson King lore that we'll get into in the comics is kind of similar to Mordred. And so it, it's actually really cloudy for me to think about a pinpointed time when I, I really first heard about him. And then there's the band Crimson King also, which... so King it feels Crimson. Or King Crimson, did I say Crimson I know, King? I know, I said King, the court Crimson, of the Crimson King on King. our Insomnia episode, and I'm sure we're getting dinged about for it. But, so it yeah. is King no, Crimson. No, they're, they're a great band. They're like Sabbath Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Colt Oyster Blue. I love them too. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I don't have like a super specific memory. It's one of those things where it almost feels like ubiquitous and it was always there, even though it clearly wasn't. Um, but I think part of that also has to do with the fact that King went back and like Flieger was saying, revised the gunslinger and sort of folded the Crimson King more into the lore than he had previously been. Yeah. How about you, Flieger? Do you have like a specific memory? Um, yeah. So I, I've mentioned this on other episodes, but Dan Caffrey is the one who actually got me into the gunslinger. Um, I had read Cujo as a boy, but I had not really done a lot of King. And then I set off on my path for the Dark Tower. And that's how I sort of got into everything that was happening in this universe. Yeah. So for um, you, you read the revised version. So you encountered Crimson King right up front. Very early. Yeah. And I remember Walmart used to sell them for like three fifty for some reason. So Caffrey got me the first one. And then I would just go and I became obsessive. And I think I read the whole series in like two to three months. Um, yeah. But growing up, my dad did have albums from King Crimson. Um, Robert Fripp is like an extraordinary guitar player. That's kind of their gimmick. Um, there's a good song called Elephant Talk, if anyone's ever heard that. Dan might have heard that before, but it's a good King Crimson song and a good intro to the band. Nice. My, uh, my favorite King Crimson song is uh, 21st Century Schizoid Man. It's Kanye West samples it. President Kanye West. No, <laughs> President? Just kidding. I like him as a musician. Not going not gonna to vote for him. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, 